Hello, fellow lovers of all things green. I'm Mary Stone, and welcome to Garden Dilemmas, Delights, and Discoveries. It's not only about gardens, it's about nature's inspirations, about grasping the glories of the world around us, gathering what we learn from Mother Nature, and carrying these lessons into our garden of life. So let's jump in in the spirit of learning from each other. We have lots to talk about. Hello, fellow listeners. It's Mary Stone. I'm once again on a very cold, very cold screened-in porch. I just love to chat with you out here, hoping we can capture some of the sounds that are still out there in the wilderness. Although I have to say, the real temperature is now 17 degrees and it's the afternoon. I had to wait for it to warm up a tad. And I'm here with my winter coat on and a hot cup of tea. But I'm so glad you joined me, and I'm so glad to hear from a few of you that responded back to the last episode about Pat's beautiful clematis story. So today I want to talk about a gal that I met streetwalking. Yep, streetwalking. That's what I do. I did it with Ellie to calm her anxiety-ridden self when she first came as a rescue. And I've picked up on that with Jolie as well, who... uh, As I mentioned previously in another episode, that she is still resistant to go a new way on road walks, but uh, she is, you know, coming along almost a year since I've had her. Such a delight. So one day in the early fall, Jolie was pulling me towards a woman who was getting her mail out of her mailbox. And so, of course, I asked her if she'd mind if she could say hello to dear Jolie. And it turned into a column that starts like this. I adore meeting folks who take time to chat. Jolie pulled me toward Cheryl of Blairstown, New Jersey, as she was grabbing her mail, resulting in a lovely chat leading to her avocado dilemma. How fun to revisit the magic of sprouting avocado seeds in water. After niceties about Jolie's adorableness, she asked, Don't you write about plants and things? Then questions about her avocado. She started it as a science experiment. It was doing so well until I brought it inside before the frost, and the leaves are now turning brown. Though lacking recent avocado experience, I surmise Cheryl's plant went into shock, changing from the outside world to home heating. It's a shock for all of us, isn't it? For most plants, a change in light or humidity can make leaves brown and drop. I go through a similar experience when I bring my indoor plants that are spending the summer out on the screen porch. When I bring them in, For the winter months, I have to try to do it before the home heating is actually cranking because that way the plant has some time to grow accustomed to the heat in the house before days like today when it's 17 degrees. So that's just a little side note tip. Avocados are tropical. They like to live in zones 10 to 12 and can't take any temperatures below 45 degrees. So perhaps Cheryl didn't bring hers in early enough. That was what I was thinking after I chatted with her, that uh, it could be she didn't bring it in before, you know, temperatures got below 45, because at 45 degrees, it's not a heavy frost. It's just cool. So I have a feeling that it may have been what caused Cheryl's dilemma. They need to be kept moist, but not saturated. If the leaves begin to yellow, it's likely from overwatering. Underwatering, frost, or water with an abundance of salt or chlorine can also cause leaves to brown. Are you a teacher? I asked. Cheryl smiled and shared she has a daycare facility providing before and after school care and helps kids with their homework. The science teacher didn't know about the avocado experiment. It's a wonderful way to inspire children to admire plants, she said. 
Indeed, Cheryl is a teacher and nurturer of growth. She inspired me to be a big kid and sprout one of my own. Dusting off the cobwebs of how-to, it occurs to me there are life lessons in the instructions. Number one, be gentle. Open a ripe avocado carefully so you don't cut the seed. Then wash it gently, keeping the brown skin intact, which is the protective seed cover. Yes, indeed, it's a seed, not a pit, which seems odd given its size. But pits, such as peach, plum, and cherry, are protective shells for the seeds that are inside. Number two, it's not easy to determine which end is up. <laughs> and I'm not sure I got this part right. Some avocado seeds are almost perfectly round, as was mine, but the pointier end must be on the top, as the flatter end is where the roots will sprout. Stick three toothpicks evenly spaced in the middle of the seed and slightly upward so that it can set into the glass with half the seed immersed. Choose a sunny spot and a transparent glass so you can watch the magic as the roots develop, changing the water every week or so to prevent mold. Number three, don't be alarmed when it cracks. The tap root will emerge from the bottom crack, usually in two to six weeks. Then it will sprout its upper growth. Once the stem grows to six inches, cut it to three to encourage branching. And after it grows another six inches, plant the seed in an eight to 10 inch pot with potting mix, leaving the top half of the seed exposed. Number four, plants, like people, grow best with a solid foundation. When your baby plant reaches a foot tall, pinch off the top two sets of leaves and continue to do so with every six inches of new growth. That way you encourage side shoots and a stronger, fuller plant. There's a technique of sprouting avocado seeds using a damp paper towel in a plastic food bag left in the dark at room temperature. The flaw is the paper towel must stay moist, so you'll have to check it frequently. Plus, you'll miss the magic. And what's the fun in that? <laughs> Garden Dilemmas? AskMaryStone.com A gal named Mary wrote a comment at the bottom of the article. Oh, how fondly I remember growing an avocado tree. I had a book titled something like The Avocado Pick Grower's How to Do It Book. For many years I had a large, healthy plant. No fruit, but it was a pretty plant with wonderful glossy leaves. Thanks for writing about this. In my mind's eye... I can see the plant in a couple of different places I lived. Pittsburgh, New Haven, and even Toronto. Isn't that cool? So I wrote, Hi, Mary. How fun to hear about your successful avocado experience. I watch my science project every day with excitement and anticipation. It's such fun to be a big kid. And to have something green grow out of it, even better. Thank you for reading my column. It means so much. And it does. It means so much that you are all joining me here on the porch, even though my hands are freezing. <laughs> so thank you for coming by. I encourage more of you to reach out to me. I want to hear more of your stories of how nature and gardens heal and grow your life or about some special plants that you've had for years. I'm going to go grab another cup of tea. <laughs> Stay warm. You can follow Garden Dilemmas on Facebook or online at GardenDilemmas.com and on Instagram at hashtag Mary Elaine Stone. Garden Dilemmas, Delights, and Discoveries is produced by Alex Bartling. Thanks for coming by. I look forward to chatting again from my screen porch. And always remember to embrace the unexpected in this garden of life. Have a great day.